Welcome back to the Vel News Podcast, everybody. I am Kaylee Fretz, senior editor here at Vel News, here with Andrew Hood. We Wait, have. I thought I was the senior editor. I'm, I'm more senior than you are. That's my titled hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, you know, virtual age. <laughs> hoodie is indeed uh, more senior than me. We are outside. Uh, we're at some sort of bar in Liège uh, shortly after the finish of the second stage of the Tour de France. Big day today, Hoodie. Tell us what happened. It was a big day. Uh, a highly unlikely uh, person ended up on the King of the Mountains jersey. I think it was, uh, from my recollection, I think it was the first American on the tour podium since 2012 when uh, TJ Van Garderen won the uh, white jersey as the best young rider. That is correct. We are, of course, speaking of Taylor Finney who jumped into the early breakaway today on the second stage of the Tour de France from Dusseldorf to Liège, a 203-and-a-half-kilometer trot across northern Europe uh, with two, and this is important, two categorized climbs, two Cat 4 climbs, with one KOM point available on each one. Taylor Finney walked away from the, the second stage of the tour with the polka dot jersey. We have a, what, six foot six, six foot seven, however tall. Six foot t- five. Six, he's big. <laughs> he's fall. Fall. He's seven foot four. <laughs> I mean, he's, uh, he is a very big boy for a small man's category. Wasn't entirely sure that they made polka dot jerseys big enough to fit Taylor Finney, but they do. He ended up on the podium uh, almost exactly 38 months since his horrific, horrific crash at Nationals that almost ended his career. Uh, We caught up with Taylor today, and we will be hearing from Taylor in a little bit. We wanted to bring you the entirety of that interview because uh, even though I wrote a story about it, I don't think anything written on a laptop on paper can adequately uh, bring across exactly... What Taylor Finney is like, <laughs> just, just <laughs> capturing that Finney essence. I mean, he is a, he is a one in a million. I mean, when he was coming up through the sport earlier in his career, everyone was expecting big things from from Taylor. He was gonna be that, that next big star after the whole Armstrong thing that happened, and uh, the whole Armstrong thing, that whole thing, you know, <laughs> that whole thing. And uh, he was poised for greatness. Really, I mean, he has the whole story, the backstory of his parents, of course, just how great he was as a junior rider. The progress he was making, you know, pink jersey at the uh, Giro d'Italia 2012. He was supposed to race the tour in 2014. That crash happened. I mean, personally, as a journalist, you know, we love guys like Finney. It's like one of those things where he's like, hey, Taylor, just push uh, record and let him talk. <laughs> and he was on form today. That's exactly what I did today, actually. I, I literally said, heck of a way to start the race. I think that's exactly what I said to him. And then he just went off on like a three or four minute uh, long explanation of, of how the day went for him. So we wanted to bring you this special episode of the Vellon News podcast, uh, basically because while we know that you all care about Taylor Finney, he is one of only three Americans in this Tour de France, and he, in his second day ever at the Tour de France, has taken one of the jerseys. So let's hear from Taylor himself. Thanks for familiar faces. It's like my old family over here. Hell of a way to get started. Yeah, man. It felt like a dream, to be honest, out there. Um been reading a lot of Murakami so that might be why I think that it feels like a dream but still like just starting and having the first break go and being a part of that and then realizing that, that I was then going to be able to sprint to be in this jersey a jersey that I'd never in a million years pictured myself wearing 
And then winning that first one and being like, whoa, yeah, okay, did that. I guess we'll just keep riding now for the rest of the 195K of this race. The Peloton never gave us any, really any room, any leash. And um, I thought they were gonna catch us even before the second KOM, but they, they didn't, they had that little crash and um, won the second KOM, like definitely got this jersey and and then it and then it just turned into this like, oh wait, maybe we can win. Maybe we can win the stage. Uh, I've raced with Johan Alfredo for a long time and I've always been friendly with him and he was definitely the strongest dude in the breakaway. Uh, or we both were and so when we found ourselves together I just turned to him and was like Finalement, like let's do this. <laughs> and uh, I think 5k to go, we really started to to believe, and we were just going like. But it hurt a lot. Um, and yeah, then we got past. But when we crossed the finish line, I you know I kind of put my arm around him. I was like, we're friends for life now, bro. You got me for life. So we did the, I did the time trial, I took a shower in my hotel room and then I walked out of my bathroom and I was completely naked in my room. And then Charlie Wigelius, who's our team director, walked into my room and, you know, I was just standing there completely naked and then he starts talking to me about like what he wants to do on this stage today. And I was sort of half like, yo bro, I'm naked. <laughs> but also like, I get, I'm listening. And he wanted to go for this jersey and um, I had thought about that a little bit, but I had, hadn't put any clothes on yet. So I was trying to figure out which boxes I was gonna wear first. And um, yeah, then we had the team meeting this morning and that was the plan and just, I got a little, I got a little bit distracted by the music at the second stop when we were doing the neutral. So there was one violin player who was like killing it, but then once the race started, it was like, okay, let's do this. There really isn't anybody in the pro peloton quite like Taylor, as that interview made abundantly clear. He is unique. He's a unique child. He is. Uh, I loved how he uh, sent his uh, Twitter uh, to uh, friends of Earth. You know, that's kind of like Planet Finney has arrived at Planet Tour, and that's everything you need to know. So tomorrow, a uh, bit lumpy, third stage. Uh, there are definitely some categorized climbs. It's it's very unlikely that Finney will hold on to that climber's jersey through tomorrow. Uh, still. One day in the polka dots for his first ever Tour de France. This has to be, I mean, this is obviously a success for him. It's a success for Cannondale. And, and you know, as an American here at, at the race, it's good to see an American in a jersey at some point. I mean, Andrew Talancy's going for yellow, but we're not sure he would ever actually get there. Uh, so it's good to see somebody up on the podium. Yeah, I mean, it shows us really the value of these daily prizes. I mean, you got the stage win and the yellow jersey every day, but, you know, you saw Ofredo got the uh, most combative um, prize for the in the breakaway with Finney, best team prize, the, the points jerseys. All those things are uh, 
you know, really important to these teams. Like, Cannondale, uh, I mean, honestly, this might be the only day they're going to be on the podium during this entire tour. They're going to try. All the teams are going to try. Uh, but that is what the tour is all about. So everyone just kills themselves getting on that podium. And, it, and even just one day in any of these categories is worth the whole suffering of the past six months to get ready for the tour. Well, let's wrap this up. This was a, uh, a short, brief, special episode of the Villainous Podcast brought to you just because Taylor Finney took the polka dot jersey in the Tour de France. We will be back with a regular episode, I think Monday night or Tuesday morning, something like that. Uh, anyway, yes, regular episode of the Villainous Podcast expected early this week. Hope you listen in. <laughs>